And then when you want to play music, you do the Sliders you're going to need. And then obviously, if you want to play music, slide them. Hello and welcome to I Am Definitely Con. It is the morning. If you missed us last week, so did we. Uh, we had COVID, both of us, specifically. Sitting across from me is the one, the only, Condom. How are you doing? I am great, as always. Um, I'm very happy to be here. I was going to be at lunch with Barack Obama, but I had to cancel to be here, so, you know, it's great. Well then. Okay. Uh, this is our first show, so all of you listening in, excited, happy. Uh, a couple of shout outs to the boys, Sean Fleming specifically, he's a man, he's a tall man. We've now shouted out all of our listeners, so thank you Sean. <laughs> thank you Sean, everybody. Um, if anyone else is Sean. listening, thank you, let us know and we'll appreciate that in the future. But as of right now, we know of one fan, which is probably more than we might deserve at this point. Yeah. But in the future we'll see how things go. Also, Barack Obama's listening, obviously, because he's got nothing to do for, with himself for the next hour. Yeah, because you On account of not being at lunch with me. So. Yes, okay. He's been loving me for, like, this free time for weeks, and now he's just got nothing to do. So, I feel bad for him almost, but, you know, it's, it's, you reap what you sow when you make a, a lunch appointment with me, so. Sometimes more important things come up. Uh, to begin with, you have been uh, decided to embark on a journey over the next couple of whiles here. You want to watch... All of Star Wars. Yeah, uh, much like Luke Skywalker. Oh, Jesus Christ, that was a cringe thing to say. Sorry, Sean, and anyone else who's listening. Uh, yeah, I am embarking on a journey. I'm watching all of the Star Wars things in order. Things being movies and TV shows. I'm not reading books or comics. I'm not quite that much of a nerd. Or playing the video games, because I don't really play video games. Um, so last night, I watched The Phantom Menace to kick things off. It wasn't great, to be honest. It has a reputation for being a bad movie, mostly because it is. Um, the plot is bad, the characters are bad, the acting is bad, except for Liam Neeson, who's great. Ewan McGregor any good? Ewan McGregor is good, but not as good as, as he is in the other ones. Natalie Portman is awful. Like, I, like she's an Oscar-winning actress, and you don't really see it. Uh, she, like, yeah. But fundamentally, the movie is just very flawed in all of its structures. Let me think for a second. Say something. Does it need to exist? You can tell. You can tell we're very practiced here. Sorry. Does it need to exist? Well, that's a good point, and something I say to you all the time. So thank you for reminding me. Um, the biggest problem with Phantom Menace is that it doesn't do anything for the plot. If you take it out of the Star Wars movies, they're the same. So, just like start the, with Attack of the Clones. Yeah, basically, or 
forget about Attack of the Clones as well and start with A New Hope, which is, you know, the first good one. You and don't like watch... Revenge of the Sith then? Um, Some people have told me. Uh, very wise and See, but I think you need to watch... If for Revenge of the Sith to make sense, you need to watch Attack of the Clones. So if you're going to start with them, you should start with A New Hope and then watch Attack of the Clones later in your own time. Well, what do you think is the merit of the Disney sequels then? Not. No, That's no all I have to say on the subject. Whatsoever. Not. There is nothing... Um, well, we'll get into that in the future when I watch them. But as of right now, no. There is no merit. Any uh, of the shows you haven't seen? Um, I haven't seen The Bad Batch, so I'm looking forward to that. I haven't seen some of Rebels. I'm not looking forward to that. Um, because I saw the good bits and the bits I didn't see. The, bit, the other bits I saw weren't bad and the bits I didn't see are going to be like that. So, so um, you're excited? Yeah, I'm... Yeah, excited is one word for it. Um, apprehensive is another one. And overall, this is probably a bad decision, but one I've kind of committed to at this stage. I don't know if I have committed to it. I've watched one movie, but it is what it is. Was there anything of merit you have seen of recent? Anything maybe uh, you watched with friends? Anything really, really good? Top tier? Um, No. I. the K? We're not talking about that. Sorry, Sean. Um, this one's a bit disjointed because Connor's up trying to spring something on me, but I'm not going to talk about The Legend of Korra right now. I'm instead going to talk about Breaking Bad. I'm a bit tired right now because I was up until three in the morning watching the end of season four of Breaking Bad last night. So any weird stuff I say is because of that. You're going to blame... I'm blaming Walter White. Okay. Walter White is the fault for all of the flaws in this radio show. You were kind of a couple of years... Late on the old Breaking Bad bit. Yeah, I'm several years late, but I'm making up for it now. Any uh, strong opinions then? You want to get out to the world that they don't already see, know? See, as Breaking someone Bad who good. watched Breaking Bad... Sorry, I'll stop cutting across you. As someone who watched Breaking Bad quite late in life, um, I have a lot of sympathy for people who might have made the same mistakes I have. So I'm not going to like make any comments on the plot because I don't want to spoil it. So... um. Yeah, I, I realise that's probably not ideal for a radio show where you're supposed to talk about things, but, you know, that's life. So, Tough luck. Simple uh, score out of, for all of these. Breaking Bad, percentage score. I don't do... I only do percentage scores for movies. For okay, those of you, For those of you who don't know me, which is probably none of you, let's be realistic. But if you are listening in, I'm Con, and I assign scores to movies using an objective formula. The Phantom Menace got a 37. It's This is much like an Innovation Academ- Academy module a pass-fail system. So if you get above 40, you're at, at least an okay movie. And if you get below 40, you fundamentally failed at what you're trying to accomplish. The Phantom Menace fails at that. It's trying to like set up and start the Star Wars movies. It doesn't. The main character is mentioned once in the other movies. As cool as Liam Neeson is as Qui-Gon, he's kind of irrelevant to the plot. The plot is irrelevant to like the movies. The plot doesn't make any sense. Like, I don't know who... like. It doesn't really matter what happens to to the pretty people on a boo. Like, if they all die at the end, the movie would, would still go the same way. So I'm not sure why you were supposed to be invested. Um, I have some other things to say, which I will get to in a second. Will you explain, finally, how your objective movie ranking score works? I am not going to do that. That's kind of going to be built up and then not explained at the end because, you know... Much like Ryan Johnson subverting people's expectations. It is objective. It, you refuse to tell me the criteria. Yeah, well, it wouldn't be objective if you knew you'd have input then. You'd be ob- you'd be inhibiting my objective brain function. I would like to say no to that. 
yeah, that's wrong. <laughs> I'm going to level with you. It's just wrong. Well, unfortunately for you, your opinions on movies don't matter because <laughs> I'm a more objective and inquisitive mind than you are. So when I assign a score to a movie, everyone knows that it's basically like the most accurate way to distill the quality of that movie down to a number in as much as you can do that. When I say most people, I mean the entire world. People are hanging hanging out for these scores like they're just waiting with bated breath you decide if a movie is a flop or not yeah absolutely like you know like all of these people online who like review movies like they're just waiting for the word from me so you're going to see like a slight uptick in how the phantom menace is perceived now that i've changed my score from a 31 to a 37 so anyone who thinks these scores are objective and i'm looking at you mr co-host um is kind isn't objective did i say are objective i don't know I'm looking at you anyway, and you're just wrong. You're embarrassing yourself, really. Well, uh, on that note, I think maybe a little bit of music. Maybe. So, anyways. I'm really passionate. Here's Wonderwall. Today is gonna be the day that they're gonna throw it back to you By now you should have somehow realized what you gotta do I don't believe that anybody feels the way I do about you now Backbeat, the word is on the street that the fire in your heart is out I'm sure you've heard it all before, but you never really had a doubt. I don't believe that anybody feels the way I do about you now. And all the roads we have to walk are winding. And all the lights that lead us there are blinding. There are many things that I
that was the one and only The Great Wonderwall, the only song of any worthwhile on this radio show. Or ever. If, ever. If you're listening to a radio show and they're playing a song other than Wonderwall, you should stop listening to that radio show and start listening to us because we're better and we play Wonderwall. And maybe other songs, but probably not. No, no. It's going to be Wonderwall and Wonderwall alone. Yeah, so it is by The Great Oasis. The brother duos. Do you have a preference? Who do you think is on the right? They seem not like each other. Who, who, who's your favourite? My instinct is always to side with the elder sibling, so it's Noel all the way for me. Personally. He's the one with the hair. I think they both have hair. Do they both have hair? But like the hair hair, you know, the iconic hair. Where he just looks a bit strange. I think he? that might be Liam. Oh, okay. Then Noel it is. If it's Doesn't becoming apparent that we don't know very much about Oasis. Well, then... the thing is, beyond Wonderwall, what have they made? They're nothing. Because no one else has made anything else. It's only Wonderwall. Yeah, but like no other band has made anything. So That's my point. You have to give them some credit for making the only song. In Victorian era London, they were all dancing to uh, Wonderwall. <laughs> Wonderwall, yeah. Oasis. Jesus yeah. rose on the third day to the sound of Wonderwall. Yeah, it's what brought him back from the dead. It's the only song that's got a historical like history of doing that. Yeah, weirdly enough, it isn't in heaven, which you'd expect being the greatest song of all time it would be. So he just left to return yeah. to the world for Wonderwall. Now... Next Monday, I believe, well, Sunday night, is the greatest sporting event of all time. Yep. We're going to talk about the Super Bowl. But first, we have to thank some additional listeners because it's in, we've been informed that the count is up to three. Huzzah. So thank you, uh, Connell and Dara. Mr. Wickham. Mr. Wickham is the main benefactor of this radio yeah. show. He pays us. He tells us what to do. He is the CEO of I Am Definitely Con Incorporated. And he's also the main antagonist of classic Jane Austen book, uh, Pride and Prejudice. Yes, be very, very careful so around Mr. Wickham. If you meet him, don't trust him because he will run off with your youngest sister. But, you know, you've just got to take the punches and roll with it. As, he's as a rake of a man, to he, be sure, to be sure. He's a rake living the life of a cat, as he would say about himself. We love Mr. Wickham, uh, though. He pays us. He gives us money and he tells us, go do this radio show. Anyway, those, so those hopefully new he is listeners happy. haven't been quite as nice to us as Sean was. We uh, love Sean, everybody. Shout yeah, out for Sean. Sean is great. Um, on the other hand, one of them, and I hesitate to use such foul language on this show, described us as cowards for not talking about The Legend of Korra. Um, Bad show. Bad which show. really just makes me want to talk about it less. So take that. I can't remember which of you it was, but you're going to suffer. It was, certainly wasn't the great Mr. Wickham. It could have been. I don't. Well, for those out there listening and are curious, Mr. Wickham himself is probably the only man in existence who is as tall as Sean. Uh, so one day we go, we'll have to pit them against each other for one v one battle. Yeah. Well, but speaking of sports again, the Super Bowl. We cannot be sidetracked. Super Bowl Sunday. Bam, 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 it's coming. It is. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be four hours long, featuring one hour of sport, as is tradition for the Americans. Um. But most importantly this year, the Los Angeles Rams are playing. I am a supporter of the Los Angeles Rams, so I'm very excited, like, unironically. Like, Starring the, most excited I've been the great things. Cooper. Yes, Cooper Cup, the only NFL player that of whom Connor knows. He Tom used, Brady. He used, you used to know of Tom Brady, but he's retired now. So well, Gronkowski, is he retired yet? Yes. No, I don't think he's announced okay. it, but he's going to. Technically, we're good then. Rob Gronkowski last night released... Uh, two minute YouTube uh, video on Instagram of highlights of him and Tom Brady with like emotional music playing behind it so honestly at this point it just seems like he's genuinely in love with him it's the greatest romance story in NFL history well after your unrequited love for me well yes but we're not in the NFL yet 
We were. I, 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 I played, wasn't. I played for five years before <laughs> retiring Rams, to be a radio host. With the Rams. <laughs> How could you forget this? It's just so much to keep track of. These yeah. NFL well, player, astronaut, Barack Obama lunch enjoyer. Uh, well, and like Barack, so Obama, Barack Obama enjoys lunch with me. I wouldn't say I enjoy talking to him now. Uh, not a huge fan of the old Obamster. Well, he, he's just not that engaging to talk to, you know? A lot like of... he's, a, he's a nice guy, but I I can do better like in terms of lunch lunch partners. Would you have lunch with Tom Brady? He's kind of similar to Obama in that his accomplishments are without doubt great, but he's again not kind of in the same category of, you know, there are more interesting people to listen to, like me. And so ideal partner is a mirror. Mirror or Cooper Cup. Or Cooper Cup. Okay. So who are the uh, the Rams playing? They are playing the Cincinnati Bengals. I don't know if you're like wondering. The Bengal Tigers. Or Christmas decorations. That also works. Or girl band from the 80s. I respect that one more. Yeah, so you would think that against a band from the 80s, the Los Angeles Rams have a good chance. I hope so. Given that the Bengals are about as good a football as a, as a rock band from the 80s, it would be a bit embarrassing if the Rams lost. Well, but I really, was, the Bengals should already have been knocked out. So I was under the impression that two years ago, the Bengals were categorically the worst team. Yes. And now this is the first year they've made it into the playoffs. And in the first year of them making it to the playoffs, they've gone all the way to the Super Bowl. Yeah. So surely um, you would want them to win simply for the ultimate story. I don't want them to win because I'm a Rams fan. I don't care about just put that aside. happiness. The Rams are the good guys. The Bengals are the bad guys. If you're watching it on Sunday and you're not sure which is which, the Bengals are the guys wearing orange and the Rams are the other guys. I'm not sure what colour they're wearing. They bounce around a bit. Their clothes are kind of bad. It would be understandable if you want to support the Bengals on account of their much cooler orange clothes, but support the Rams anyway because you'll look smarter when they win. Uh, yes, but also the Bengals are just the better team. See, I'm sensing a slightly adversarial interview style here. No, no, because all I can say to you is the Bengals have made it to the Super Bowl. Well, you've met, you make a good point there about their merit as a football team. And they are better than I thought they were. I because thought they, they were going to, to lose the Super Bowl. before they got to the Super Bowl, and they didn't. Which but is impressive. They, I'm actually very happy the Rams are playing against them because I really want the Rams to win. Can't really overstate that. And it's, they're playing a fairly weak team compared for like teams that make it to the Super Bowl. As you say, two years ago, they were the worst team in the league, which may gave, gave them, if you don't know how the NFL works, there's a draft where the new players come in and the worst teams basically get first dibs. So they got this guy called Joe Burrow and now he's after leading them to the Super Bowl. So, being good is, for that. Being bad is good. But the Rams quarterback was also the first overall pick all the way back in 2009 when I was in space. and At the age of eight. Well... Youngest astronaut ever. Yes, no, it's it wasn't any there was a criticism. It was yeah, really yeah, impressive. I, I, I'm surprised you didn't mention that. It was all over the news, anyway. Well, there's a lot of things over the news. If we started going through that, we'd be yeah. here, waste away all of our time. Yeah, we can't spend too much time focusing on my accomplishments. Um, anyway, the Rams quarterback, Matthew Stafford, was another first overall pick, but he wasn't drafted by the Rams because the Rams were never that bad. Um, so instead, they st- traded for him. They swapped their quarterback for another quarterback. They gave the Lions some other stuff and they got Matthew Stafford. Now he's after leading them to the Super Bowl, the promised land. And we'll be sitting here one week from now celebrating the Rams victory. I'm going to be very tired next week, I just realised, because I have no intention of going to bed before 5am. Well, so, Con, you are uh, a celiac, my condolences, by the way, um, which means you can't have gluten. So you can't really drink beer with the Super Bowl, as the classic is. Well, I'll be too busy 
uh, getting high on extreme amounts of adrenaline because <laughs> of my high stress levels surrounding this game. I will simply say that, what, the Rams played the 49ers last week and uh, they had a quite a bad history against the 49ers and that they always lost. But this time they won. So does this bode well for their their title charge? Honestly, they were always a better team than the 49ers. So it doesn't really bode at all. It just, they were always kind of destined to go to Super Bowl in my unbiased eyes anyway. And against the 49ers, the 49ers presented an obstacle in that they weren't good enough to win the Super Bowl, but they might have ruined the Rams' singular destiny. However, the Rams, much like Jesus and me, were able to overcome their struggles and advance to their destiny, where they will face Darth Vader before someone else chucks Palpatine down a shaft. Well, I'm sure all three of our listeners will be very excited for how we react to it next week. But let's move into more pressing concerns of ovular-shaped balls. Rugby. We're going up against France this um, week. How do you feel? I think we're going to win. However, my rugby predictions don't tend to be as nailed on as my NFL predictions. Because the last time I predicted Ireland would lose a rugby game was in maybe 2013. Every game since then, I've gone into fully confident that we're going to win. And have we won every game since 2013? No, but it's a case of probability, isn't it? If you like, you'll be right. I can, I can have been like probably right all the times and have it knock them off. You know. No, I'm sure like there's a certain percentage of times where we did win, and therefore you were right. Yeah, I'm I'm right more than I'm wrong. It's just well, we've I been wouldn't Wales. come to me as a source on whether or not Ireland are going to win the ne- the next rugby game, because a lot of the time, well, not a lot of the time, but sometimes they lose. However, I do think we're in with a good good chance against French I thought they were not particularly convincing against Italy in poor conditions to be fair but I think they got a bit lucky Um, they would have beaten them anyway but I think they got a few breaks that made the game easier than it could have been and it really should have been easy to begin with so but also this is a very strong French side it Uh, is we we, we go on about us beating New Zealand very recently but then France went and beat them again a week later. Yeah, but that was because they were tar- tired because they played us. So. This is a strong point, but also France, very big team. Yeah, but... Chances are they'll just run and kill Sexton again. If you look at the Irish pack at the moment, the strength there is just incredible. Very heavy boys. Yeah, big lads, you know, you know, obviously on Iron Definitely Con supplements, which aren't aren't illegal whatever the Tour de France was to say about it um, <laughs> now well, we won't get into that controversy now yeah, well uh, we'll, we'll get into it controversy I'm for you pl- world politics. cycling tour you've oppressed us for too long Lance Armstrong was right the whole time <laughs> um, yeah that's my controversial opinion for if today along you want to take anything from this radio show yeah. Lance Armstrong was right all along and George Lucas is a genuinely good director I oh reached, this is true I reached this conclusion last night watching The Phantom Menace and while it is a fundamentally flawed movie George Lucas's direction is actually pretty decent and I wasn't expecting to think this but after like the fifth time where like it had like a cool cutaway and I was like that's a cool shot. I was like, you know what? This is a well-directed movie. Screw the haters. George Lucas, similar category to Steven Spielberg, directing-wise. Wow, that's a big claim. So do you have a favourite film? No. 
You know this. I don't know who asked me. Well, I was talking about prompt, this last week. You asked me if I had a favourite film. Prompting and I said no. And now you're... Well, give me a top five list. Top five. Uh, you have to choose one movie to watch right now. In front of our viewers. In front Very, of our viewers. In front of their ears. Oh, if in front of our viewers, it's easily like Suicide Squad, so I can laugh at it. Oh, the like Bad the, Suicide Squad. The Bad Squad. Suicide okay. Squad. The Bad Suicide Squad is like one of the worst movies ever. It has an eight on the con scale, if you're looking for some context. Eight percent. Yeah. How did it manage that? Um, mostly Margot Robbie and Will Smith had some decent performances. Okay, let's see. Um, The Princess Bride. Where's that rate on your scale? I think it's at an 87. Ooh, that's very strong. Yeah. You have a uh, fa- uh, favorite favorite moment of The Princess Bride, favorite character? Tell me why it's an Egon Montoya. Um, well, I was going to say an Egon Montoya, Good. but now I'm contractually obligated not to because it's my job to disagree with you. So I'm going to say Prince Humperdinck because he's hilarious. Humperdinck. Or the Six-Fingered Man. Oh, fun Can't fact about the Six-Fingered Man. He is an actual member of the House of Lords. He was called for its abolition, so he's kind of cool in that way. Other than, other than the fact that he's the six-fingered man and he goes tortures. around hitting people on the head, knocking them out in one go, and then torturing them. Yeah, yeah, pretty bad. So pretty Wesley bad doesn't rate him there at all, then. Um, well, he has some great lines at the end there, but they all do, you know. It's a very evenly spaced movie in um, terms of who gets the Vecini best lines. Vecini is another brilliant character. Yeah, I'd say you personally relate quite a lot. Yeah, I do. Um. My life is similar to Vecini's, except I don't die one-third into the movie. Um, you, you make it to the end of the movie. I make it to the end of the movie, and then, unlike Emperor Palpatine, I don't get chucked down a shaft. I chuck everyone else down a shaft, and then pose, and win. <laughs> you make a pose. What type of pose? Type of, like, two fingers up, I don't want to ruin the suspense sign. of The Life of Khan, upcoming picture in cinemas from 2023. And Directed also by yourself, starring yourself. Also streaming on Netflix and Disney+. Plus. They were both so desperate to have my movie, they agreed to share it. I was surprised, but I understood the decision. This is fantastic. Well, anyway, we're going to go into another bit of music now. So, uh, anyways, here's Wonderwall. Liked it better that way. It's 
Istanbul was Constantinople, now it's Istanbul and Constantinople. Been a long time gone, and Constantinople, why did Constantinople get the works? That's nobody's business but the Turks. No, you can't go back to Constantinople. Been a long time gone. Constantinople, why did Constantinople get the works? That's nobody's business but the Turks. Istanbul.
And that was two uh, songs, both of them Wonderwall, but two very different interpretations. The first one was Wonderwall, the cover by the Might Be Giants, and the second one was a cover by a lovely group called the Orion Experience. Now, uh, it's been informed that someone missed our great conversation on The Princess Bride, so just putting it out there that we did have that conversation, and it is top-tier stuff. Great yeah. movie. One of one of the best movies ever made. There are better movies. Such we'll, as? We'll talk about it in the future. We have to drag things out. We can't use all our good material right away. Oh, I thought we were just doing a one-hit wonder type of thing, and then afterwards it's just going to be us sleeping. For the <laughs> we're just going to, yeah. It's a really comfy You're going memory. to get on-air, on-air footage, or not footage. Audio. Audio of nice Connor snoring. snoring yeah. And me not snoring, because he's the one who snores. And then he's going to sporadically start talking about Formula One in his sleep, because he also does that. Con would know. We spend uh, many a night in bed together. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I've knocked myself out with that one. Um, um, yeah, we're like Brady and Gronk. Well, now we've gotten. Uh, what was happening during that was we had to play two songs because uh, right as the first song was ending, Con actually got a phone call from President Obama himself, uh, just congratulating him on how successful the show has been so far. So, Con, you want to uh, run anything by in terms of that? Say thank you or. Yeah, I he needed to be calmed down a bit. He was a bit emotional. I think it's a combination of he was taken aback at how good the show was, but he was also just reminded of how much he wanted to have lunch with me right now and how he wasn't, which I can understand for him would be pretty gutting. So he called me. I think he needed to hear my voice. Obviously, he was hearing my voice already, but he needed to hear him directed at him. Oh, well, I imagine he's probably. I quite, think he's happier now. Yeah, I, he's, in, he's he's in a better place. I'm glad <laughs> that makes it sound like I killed him. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> From the UCD Belfield radio studio, I can order hate on anyone. Breaking news! <laughs> Breaking news! Former U.S. President Barack Obama has been assassinated. By who? By Khan. So. I guess it was it's legal. legal. Yeah. No one's going to persecute me. We've also been getting messages from a direct competitor, Joe Duffy. Um, yeah, uh, Joe Duffy's been spamming our accounts. He's he's he been quite polite. He's, in fairness to him, he he feels threatened. I'm telling you. Uh, uh, yeah, it's very uh, clear from his based body off language. based off our listener interaction. I keep saying viewer. This there it implies there's some kind of video stream. There isn't. Um, much noisy doll like to see my beautiful face talk about this. Um, but yeah, we're already to number two listen to most listen to radio show in Ireland and we're coming for you lifeline and um, the gap is closing as we as we speak if we're up to four listeners then that's we've, we've already closing. overtaken yeah so Joe Duffy is feeling threatened he's feeling rattled and um, I don't want to start a feud because I feel like people don't Too like it when win. they're also I just don't think Joe Duffy's in the same kind of category as we are in terms of wit no not at all so it wouldn't be fair on Joe Duffy. The Joe Duffy experience. No. Um, he can go and make more documentaries about schools. I don't know. I don't know what Joe Duffy does in his spare time. He does, he does a lot I, of I once radio saw him, shows, I once actually. saw him a documentary about schools. Ah, which the, schools? Interesting schools or just no, schools? I uh, like, you know, uh, schools and like... Not the great Colosh Down, I imagine. Not Colosh Down, no. Um, Good school. You didn't go to Colosh Down. It was a school that my course. aunt teaches in, which was interesting, because I saw it. Uh, so did she meet Joe Duffy? No. Probably for the best. For her. Yes, exactly. I thought you and were, for Joe Duffy. I thought you were... Excuse me. <laughs> he, he, saying would, is he, he would be touched by con by association. It would make which, him better. I don't know if he could handle such direct competition in such a way. But... Yeah, I don't know. Well, I now, I'd like to take a moment here just to interrupt and uh, give a shout out for our potential future sponsor. We were The goal is to get sponsored by Lion Bar. Uh, not because they're good and not because they'll pay us money, but because we want to be sponsored by Lion Bar. 
Uh, so if anyone here is a representative of Lion Bars or uh, in any way no Lion Bars or, or someone who even could if you've ever bought a Lion Bar, we're looking. We're actually we're looking to hear your stories, listeners. If any of you have ever actually bought a Lion Bar, we suspect that you haven't. So if even if you've bought a Lion Bar, you're probably in like their top ten. They'll probably get a board seat automatically. Well, we feel that if we buy a Lion Bar for each of us, that counts as increasing their sales by I'd say. Yeah, 200%. which would go down to the show because I wouldn't be buying a lion bar in my oh, spare time. Oh, it's a tax write-off, is. isn't it? Yeah. It's for professional reasons. We can bill it to Mr. Wickham. Yeah, <laughs> and we will. Yeah, of course we will. Um, so, our, so thank you to all our sponsors. Right now, we don't actually have any, but it's kind of... We're thanking them in advance, so when they listen back to this, I don't think they'll record it, but if they were to listen back to this, they would... They'd understand. They'd understand that we were appreciating them from the start. Also, shout out to UTD Physics Sock, who are, Absolutely. What who are actually sponsoring us, but without giving us the money, I don't know. They're sponsoring not. us with goodwill and good vibes. Yeah, and promotion. So thank you th- thank you f- to Physics Sock. Oh, I can that. see my phone's blowing up just from that one shout out. They, uh, they had it coming. They deserved it. They're good people there, the physics, physics group, even if they are nerds. Yeah. Well, in fairness, the actuarial uh, groups is, didn't is, actually do any shout-outs this for the is, show. This is a, I think it's tough to slag other people off for being nerds when we did open our radio show with 10 minutes of Star Wars discussion. Yes, and it oh, was... Speaking of which, you should talk about Boba Fett. Uh, yes, so fair warning, we're talking about Boba Fett, so the show if that's you still have, If you running. care and haven't seen up to episode 6... Um, Sucks to be you, because now you have to watch more Boba Fett. Yeah, go, go and watch it at, like, by 60 speed right now and catch up and then listen to this. All right. We'll give you a second. Okay, you've caught up with Boba Fett. Now, Boba Fett really has just become Mandalorian Season 3. Yeah. It's basically comprised of two different shows. The first show is The Book of Boba Fett, which was really bad. Not good. Not good at all. Not good at all. And then the second show is The Mandalorian, which is good. But we already knew that because we've seen 16 episodes of The Mandalorian already. And we liked it. And we liked it. So we wanted more, actually. Disney, after seeing the first four episodes of Boba Fett, apparently lost interest, much like I had, and replaced it with the first two episodes of the next season of The Mandalorian because there's... No other explanation for such a drastic change. It is unbelievable. The budget has been increased by 300%. The directing has just gotten way better. Uh, Boba Fett has starred for maybe 30 seconds in the last two he episodes. He had a line in the most recent episode, yeah. to be fair to him. But like the last That's two episodes, say, given that, you he's know, the is, titular character. Yeah. But also, he's not very interesting. So, not yeah. really complicated. No, it is, it is a flaw. Um, looking at you, whoever made it, probably John Favreau. I yeah, know. John Favreau, I'm disappointed. You've been very good. Yeah, he'd been doing a good job, but he's he's stepped things down a bit. Yeah, uh, I've been disappointed. I just moved the mic there, so if that came across... Yeah, it was very bad. That's, it was, you should be ashamed. Um, I'm just letting you know that the weird noise you heard was because I moved the mic. From some of our listeners, uh, from Mr. Wickham himself, uh, we got... I bought a lion bar, and I believe it was the point where my life began to go downhill. His life isn't particularly good right now. He is sponsoring our radio show. Uh, also, lion bars are not bought. They just appear in Halloween sweet bags, I think. And that one's from our good friend, Sean. Uh, friend of the show, friend of the podcast. Great man. Uh, I think that's basically... Yeah, that's about everyone's views on lion bars, really. And I, I'll back that. But I feel like with the power of radio, we can really change those opinions. Lion bars are good. Eat them. Um, I have no comment on whether or not they're good. I'm pretty sure I'm allergic to them. And even if I wasn't, I don't care enough to find out if they have gluten in them. So I won't be eating them. Um, I'll eat yeah. your fair share. I'll take yeah. that. I'll I, take that. I out. might buy them and give it to you, so long as I don't have to spend any money. Like, so if UCD Center is willing to give me line bars for free, I suppose I'd take them. 
Yeah. And that's then shout out UCD Centra. But I yeah, shout out to... Have you been to the new Centra? I have not. You haven't because you, you had COVID last I week. I did have COVID last week. Don't have COVID now. It would be irresponsible if I had COVID it now. Will. Yeah, but you don't, so it's great. We're, we're good. Yeah. Don't yeah. get COVID. It, sorry, actually, that, that, that makes it sound like he doesn't have COVID and we're ignoring it. He actually doesn't have COVID. That's very important to make Yes, I don't have COVID. Mr. Wilkin would not let the show go on without strict errands to, you know, the law. Yeah, the law. I, even yeah. if Obviously, I just law. I just assassinated a former president of the US. <laughs> the law doesn't really apply to me, but we do take credit. It does apply to me. Sadly. And I keep meaning to not sound sarcastic when I say that, but it's, it's a very difficult to. thing I have to a say. Very sarcastic voice. Yes. Yeah. I, and also, when it's such a serious matter, it's it's very it's hard, hard not to come across. Yeah, this is why we're trying to avoid serious topics because I don't know. I don't <laughs> we're sound, not the people. I don't sound serious, serious when I'm talking about them. Um. But yeah. Also, um, we've obviously got some. We've had a high level of listener interaction. Yeah, if I, you, I'm, if I'm you want to engage with us, you can text us on Snapchat because realistically, all of our Snapchat on the off chance you don't, uh, we have an Instagram account. The it greatest is, Instagram account. It is. Time. It is the same name as the show. It's I'm definitely con. Let us know how you feel, so long as it's positive. Shout I, out! I'm not really here for criticism. Shout out to my good friend Noah Ryan giving us a cheeky message on the old Instagram. Yeah. I'm listening and having a whale of a time. Good. I'm very impressed. I'm glad you're here, Mr. Pioneer Sturdy. Thank you. A fantastic Thank profile. Thank you, Noah Ryan. An excellent, an excellent way to spend your Monday morning, morning between 11 and 11.58, which is apparently when this is finishing. Something like that, yeah. I'm sure. Well, it's, I, I'm, it touches my heart that so many people are willing to tune in to listen to you talk, Con, because I've always... Maintain You've that been you listening to top... me talk for a long time. Yeah, and yeah. it's it's been good, especially all through the pandemic. I had to deal with a lot of you know three a.m. on the Discord calls. Being you like, had to hmm. deal with you had to deal with that is an outrageous statement. I was just getting you through it. It was great. I Between that anyway. and the wine, it was awesome. It's a shame actually that this is an eleven a.m. Monday uh, type of the thing. actual appropriate slot for us to have two a.m. would be two a.m. to Saturday, but on or maybe a Wednesday. Any any day really, I yeah. don't care. But unfortunately, UCD Belfield doesn't run at that time. Not sure why. <laughs> I, the listenership would um, be insane at that time. It'd be awesome. Everyone would be listening to us. Yeah. Um, so in an, it's, no it's not like us to bow to commercialism, but we are bound to commercialism. And this only is it happens between 11 and 12 a.m. on a Monday. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm getting, get, getting another little message from a good friend, Connor Day. He's listening at home while uh, he has COVID. He's a, he's a fine man, tall man as well. Excellent man. And uh, we do love a bit of Conor Day. He's, he's asking us on our uh, opinions on the Russian aggression towards Ukraine. Now, Con, I'm well, not like a politically savvy man. I feel like Conor Day missed a bit where we talked about how not we having talk serious. about serious topics. Yes, no. But on that, um, I feel like it'll be fine if I say that we're probably on Ukraine's side. Yeah, I feel like I can understand what Ukraine um, isn't enjoying about this situation. Yeah, I think they're, they're in the right here. Can I sound sarcastic? I'm really trying not to. Um, I do I was about to say I feel bad for Ukraine I feel like that doesn't really do it justice that just makes it sound like someone's taking their line back well I'm, I'm very willing to change invaded. my Facebook profile photo to something vaguely related actually, to this actually yeah crisis stick situation. a Ukrainian flag behind your Facebook yeah, exactly. profile and, and you'll have it solved activism okay? yeah, done we've, sol- we've solved Ukraine last. now we're now getting a message from our producer Mr Wickham saying we aren't allowed to get political so we have to end this so we've also received a message from DM from Putin being like lads you beat me fair square indeed so what we're going to do is we're going to move into a little bit of music to mellow down the situation so anyways also thank you Connor J for listening yes we, we love you I love and appreciate it anyways here's Wonderwall I hope COVID gets better 
the country I'm gonna eat a lot of peaches I'm moving to the country I'm gonna eat me a lot of peaches I'm moving to the country I'm gonna eat a lot of peaches I'm moving to the country I'm gonna eat a lot of peaches Peaches come from a can They were put there by a man In a factory downtown And if I had my little way I'd eat peaches every day Sun-soaking bulges in the shade Moving to the country I'm gonna eat a lot of peaches Moving to the country I'm gonna eat a lot of peaches Moving to the country, gonna eat a lot of peaches. Moving to the country, gonna eat a lot of peaches. I took a little nap with a little salt twist, squished your rotten peach in my fist, and dreamed about you, a woman. was Wonderwall by Presidents of the United States. We love them here. Which uh, group which has just been had their number reduced by one yes. due to Obama's assassination. They were pretty good though. They yeah. balanced out by, you know, the being a new president. I, I like that cover because it kind of knows that it has two central themes. The first theme being Peaches and the second theme being In the Country. Yeah. And it balances them quite well. Obviously Peaches is the main one. But, but that's it, the one you want. Yeah, but it also explores the secondary theme quite well, unlike the Phantom Menace. Yeah, I want to bring <laughs> it up again. But it doesn't explore its secondary plot quite well. Its main plot is about some weird trade dispute that no one cares about. And the secondary plot is about, about Anakin Skywalker, which is the important one. But also not really, because you know that... And, okay, that's like... Maybe it's not a fair criticism of, of a prequel that you know how it's going to end up. But, like... Whether or not Anakin Skywalker gets trained by the Jedi isn't the interesting part of that story. It's not the part of the story that we're tuning in to see. So I think that's maybe where it goes wrong slightly. Well, it goes wrong in lots of ways, okay? The dialogue is awful. The acting is bad. Conversations finish weirdly. Do you you like the transition cuts? Similar to the way that... We we talk now. Yeah, where, you know, we just drop topics for no reason. People in The Phantom Menace do that as well. Maybe they're in a radio show. Oh, maybe. Maybe the Phantom maybe, Menace is maybe just, it's like just a video broadcast of a radio show. 
maybe that's, that's what, that, maybe that's why none of the actors ever have any expression on their face. Well, well you wouldn't because you wouldn't because you're he, a radio yeah. show, and I don't have an expression yeah. on my face. I do the, all of this. Dead you're wearing a mask, so I don't that think would, that that would undermine things somewhat. Well, yes, but I can have an expression under the mask. Well, no, there is one scene that stands out because, like, I don't know. Well, people are the Jedi are talking to the Queen about whether or not she wants to leave Naboo, and she's like, "I prefer to stay on Naboo." And then the Jedi are like, "It's not safe." Shout out to then, Nicola walking down through uh, the uh, UCD uh, Student Center. Love to see it. This is the great joy. Sorry, we, we, we have a change here, but it's the great joy of the studios. You can just look down the Student Center through this large glass window. It's, it's so fantastic. Cool. Yeah, you can see people, yeah. people you recognize, usually people you don't. A lot of things going on out here. It's like people watching but live on air. Uh, Maybe that's what we should change the show to. People watching live on air. Maybe. But I, I kind of like our current tagline, which is, we don't care and we can't do anything. It sums it up, because doesn't it? it does sum it up. But yeah. Coming back to Ukraine, that's exactly actually our response. <laughs> that's the official response. <laughs> Sorry, Connor. Um, yeah, Connor, thank you for the question. Um, got a bit sassy at you there, but um, I hope you recover from COVID and thank you for listening in. But yeah, the bits where we played music of this so far probably my favourite because I just get to sit here on my phone and look out upon the well, students I'm here. sure this is why Joe Duffy does the radio yeah, show yeah I'm starting well. to understand why Joe Duffy spends his time this way now he just gets to sit on a chair and talk to people obviously and then retirement is imminent he's going to be retired by us or he are going to give him going to give us his slot and then we're not going to take it because we're dedicated to Battlefield FM indeed uh, no you love to see it um well, it's coming up on time now, so I think we're going to give one more great version of Wonderwall. Wonderwall. Uh, there's a very special version I think we deserve to play. Uh, it is the opening theme to James Gunn's new TV show starring John Cena. Here Another actor who has some questionable kind of political opinions, much like us. <laughs> Absolutely. Moving on, Wonderwall by John Cena.
I get knocked 